Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shinuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 68. If you are someone who's got a bit of OCD, you might have noticed that there are a few episodes missing. I don't know why that is, but we move. I was going to just like re-record everything, get them back up and I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to continue just pretend that it didn't happen and just continue so yeah there's a few of the 60s missing but it is cool and this episode is all about overwhelm and how to overcome it now this is something that I get asked quite a lot about and I hear people struggling with quite a lot and it's where people essentially are putting far too much pressure on themselves or the to-do list is just so big, or that they are just in a situation where they don't feel like they can handle everything that they've got on the plate. So some people get stressed, some people get upset, some people just completely down tools and do nothing. And it's just not a good place to be. And then when you're feeling like that as well, it can be really destructive because then what happens is when you are doing what you need to do, if you are someone who still continues regardless, you're not in a good good state, you're not in a good headspace. So you're not going to be performing at your best level anyway, whether it's in work, whether it's in your business, whether it's something in your personal life, it doesn't matter if you're not showing up as the best version of you and in a good frame of mind, it's going to be a lot more challenging to get stuff done and you're not going to be doing stuff as good as what you could have been doing before. Now, this is something that I used to struggle with quite a lot. The reason being, I just used to be, and I still love a to-do list now, but I used to be the kind of person who just literally thrived off a really, really long to-do list. I remember me and my friend Melissa used to compare to-do lists. It's so cringe now talking about this. I don't even know why I've even remembered this randomly to tell you. But we used to look at each other's to-do lists and send each other, we used to send each other pictures of our to-do lists and then look at each other's to-do lists and be like, oh yeah, look at all these things I've got on today. And so when you're getting your stuff ticked off, it's a good feeling. But then when you get to a situation where something happens or you just take on a little bit too much, you bite off a little bit more than what you can chew, obviously then it just goes the opposite direction. And if you get too addicted to it as well, to having just really long to-do lists, you're probably not being really productive either because you just end up just writing stuff on there just for being busy. So yes, I still love a to-do list. I still think it's important, but I'm very good at removing stuff off my list, which I'll talk about a little bit more. But when I get overwhelmed, which doesn't really happen that often anymore, um, I've got a few tips that I can give you just to try and ease it a little bit and try and get you back in that headspace where you can actually just crack on with what you need to do um, or just stop worrying as much. When I used to get really, really overwhelmed, I literally used to cry. 
I'll be honest with you, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. It used to get to a point where it just built up and built up and built up. Then all of a sudden I'd just be like, Whoa! I ring one of my friends or I ring my boyfriend and they're like, what, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's really hard. And I'd have a good cry and then I'd just crack on. But you don't want to get to that point and you don't want to get to the point where you're getting really, really stressed. It's just not good for you. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone around you. And it's just not the place to be. But there's so many things that you can do First of all, to avoid it in the first place and then things that you can do just to make sure that you're in a situation where if you do start to feel a little bit overwhelmed or you start seeing the signs of feeling overwhelmed, you know what to do to get yourself out of it quite quickly. So the first thing to do when you are feeling overwhelmed is I think just having a massive brain dump. So I will literally put a pen to paper and I will write down every single thing that comes to my mind, big, small, work, no work, uh, any random activities, any life admin that I need to do, any phone calls that I need to make, literally anything I can think of, I get it down on a piece of paper. And sometimes just writing it out and just getting stuff out your head massively helps on its own. If depending on what stage of your overwhelm you're at, like, you know, if you are in a situation where you are really, really stressed out, obviously, it's going to take you a lot more than just writing stuff down to get it out of your head. But for me, writing a big brain dump, not saying I'm going to do all of the things that I write down, but sometimes just getting it out of my head onto paper just helps because it just helps you see it and helps you clear the junk what's going on in your mind. So that's definitely one thing that I would do. The second thing, and this isn't, sorry, I don't know why I'm saying the second, like, I don't, this isn't necessarily in order, by the way. These are just ideas. They're all just random, um, different tips. You can do them all. You might just do one or whatever, and it doesn't matter what order as well. So the second tip that I've got is thinking about what is the most important thing to do. So if you did have a long list of loads of different things, life admin work stuff, business stuff, family stuff, normal day-to-day obligations, whatever they are, what is the most important thing that if you could only pick one thing on the list, what would have the biggest, most significant difference on your life if you did it? Or on your headspace if you did it? Then just do that. It might be that you just think, you know what, I'm just going to do this one thing. This one thing is going to be of the most significance. I'm going to feel the most better when I've done it. I'm going to feel like I've accomplished something and it's going to make the biggest difference to my life if I do this particular task. So that's one thing that you can do. And I've got really good as well at prioritising stuff and accepting the fact that it's not always important to get everything done on your to-do list. Definitely not. Now, I got, I, I normally do get stuff done on my to-do list because I'll write three to five things on it. And if it gets past five things, then I start thinking, right, okay, if I don't get them all done, what are my most important ones that I need to make sure I get done today? So that's another reason why I don't get overwhelmed now because my to-do list is tiny, whereas before I'd have 50, 60 things on a to-do list, and that's not an exaggeration. And I used to think, like, I used to wear it like a badge of honour. Like, look at my to-do list. I've got so much to do and it's just so awful now. I just couldn't even think of it. If I had 10 things to do on a to-do list in a day now, my head would fall off. 
I'd just be like, whoa, what the heck is this? And I'd be trying to delegate, delete, do all of the things that I spoke about in the time management podcast a few episodes ago. So yeah, I've got very good at now just making sure that I am only doing the things that are important. If that's just one key significant thing, I will do that one key significant thing and I will just detach myself from the guilt of not doing the other stuff. Nothing's going to happen to you if you don't do it for a day or if you don't do some stuff at all. There's some stuff that you'll have on your brain dump or your to-do list that doesn't even need to be on there or that someone else could be doing for you. It's just about detaching from that guilt and just having that little bit of freedom to say, yeah, do you know what? I'm giving myself a little bit of breathing space and you might come back to it. You might come back to it later on in the day. You might come back to it in a few days. But for me, what I have personally found is that sometimes just finding the most important thing that I need to do is enough because when you're feeling in a certain way as well, and like I said before, you might down tools or just be really, really unproductive because you're feeling a certain way. Sometimes just getting one thing done is more than what you would have done if you wasn't doing that in the first place. So just focus on that one most important thing. The third tip is out getting outside and getting some fresh air. Now, this is something that literally will change my mood instantly when I am not feeling in the best headspace or when I am feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes you just need to take a step outside, go for a little walk. It doesn't need to be long, even five minutes or even just sitting in your garden or whatever. Just getting some fresh air, opening your windows in your house or in your office, letting some fresh air in and just breathing. What you find a lot of the time as well, when you're overwhelmed and you're so busy, you're not looking after yourself, you're not getting fresh air, you're not doing the things that keep your stress levels at a normal amount um, or non-existent, shall I say. So it's really, really important that you get out in fresh air, have a breather and then just step back from everything. Just take a little bit of a step back because like I said before, when you are really stressed out and when you are overwhelmed or when you're upset because you're overwhelmed, however it makes you feel, the worst thing you can do then is try to continue, I feel, because like I said, you're not going to be doing the things in the best energy, meaning it's not going to come out in the best way that you're expecting it to anyway. So just take a little bit of a step back. What's an extra five minutes to yourself getting some fresh air? It's going to help you. And then you'll just go back inside with a little bit of a different headspace. Again, depending on your level of overwhelm, you know, you might have a lot of really serious stuff going on. You might have a heavy weight on your shoulders and maybe five minutes fresh air isn't necessarily going to cut it. But this is why you might need to do more of the tips and not just one of the tips. But it definitely, definitely works. And this is definitely something that I would always say for someone to do if they're feeling um, any type of way is to go and get some fresh air because it's one of the best ways that you can clear your head and get in a good headspace and getting back into good energy vibes. And the next tip after this, if it is something big, like say, for example, it's a big project or I get it sometimes um, with people who who sign up to my travel business. So as an example, for those of you who don't know much about my travel business, people are able to subscribe to the subscription and it gives them the ability to book travel for themselves and for other people. Now, as you can imagine with something like this, 
not a lot of people have the experience um, of booking travel aside from just booking their own trips if that so when you obviously it's not even just with that if you start anything new and you need to do the training you need to learn something and it's a lot of information it can be a bit overwhelming so sometimes people get a little bit overwhelmed but the best thing to do in that scenario is just to write a little mini list within your list um, of just little steps of what you need to do. So as an example, if someone had a massive quote, a massive travel quote that they needed to do for somebody that was really daunting them, they didn't know where to start. The client might be wanting to go to a few different destinations. The agent might be a little bit new. Or even if they are more established, they might never have done a quote that big before. And if you look at the whole big quote and everything that needs to be done, it can be a little bit overwhelming if you're not used to doing them. But with that scenario, it's better just to write down the little steps. Because if you actually break it down step by step into what needs doing and you just work through those little steps instead of looking at the overall massive goal then it's going to be less overwhelming and you can apply that to anything any big project or any big task sometimes you people get overwhelmed at the state of the house where do I even start or packing when people are packing to move and they're just like, where do I even start with this and just get overwhelmed and do nothing and procrastinate on it for ages? Where if you just write down a little list of the steps you need to take, first of all, and it sounds really, really simple, but if you just do that and start working on the little list bit by bit and don't put a pressure on, your, on, on yourself in terms of timescales as much, and you're always just working through that little mini list, you're always still going to be progressing forward. And you've, you, whatever big task you, you've got, you've set to do is ultimately getting done just bit by bit. So that's another thing that I would say in regards to, in regards to that, if it is a big thing, just look at it as, right, okay, what are the little bite-sized chunks that I need to think about or that I need to do? And it's so much easier because then you feel like you're getting through it quicker as well because the tasks are small and you're physically crossing them off or ticking them off as you go along so you know that you're making progress and it's going to build your confidence and you're going to feel a lot better and the final tip I'm going to say is the fifth tip which is remember you can only do what you can do at the end of the day And this is a very, very different tip to what I would have given you a couple of years ago, because I was the type of person who was like, regardless of what happens in my day, I'm going to get all this done. But the challenge with that is you end up so stubborn with a long to do list that you're just doing stuff, even if it's not necessarily the things that you need to do that are even important, you're just doing them because they're on your list. And because you get like because you get the feeling of accomplishment by ticking stuff off, you actually think you've had a really productive day when really 70% of the things on your list you probably didn't need to be doing or you could have been doing something a lot more productive. So now I give myself grace and I think, you know what, I'm not going to put myself under that type of pressure. I don't need to. As long as I'm prioritising my list, I'm doing the key things, the most important things, then that's what matters. I'm not going to worry if I don't get 
15 things done on my list or 20 things done on my list because if they're number 15 or number 20 they're not that important anyway because remember what I said in the time management one I think the podcast episode is called we all have the same 24 hours in a day I talk about numbering your list and prioritizing it so I always prioritize my list with the most important things so as an example one two and three but then if I've got a list of 10 things if I get time I'll go through it But as long as my most important ones are done, I'm not that fussed. And I just accept the fact that I've run out of time because the other things, they're obviously not that important because they are so far down on the list. Does that make sense? So make sure you're giving yourself that grace. It's not healthy to feel like so much under pressure, even with things. And I know this is going to be going to sound so bad, but even things like uni assignments and work projects, of course you have usually have obviously with uni assignments you do anyway not necessarily always with work but usually you'll have a lot of time to do a project enough time anyway to get something done or an assignment done so I'm not saying don't actually do it but at the same time if something's unrealistic say it's unrealistic and don't put the pressure on yourself don't get me wrong when I was at uni I always did my assignments on time of course But that's because I had a lot of time to do them. So it was my own fault if I decided to do it the night before. But in work, if I don't think something's realistic and someone's asking something of me or expecting something of me and I'm running out of time, I'll say that I'm running out of time. Because I refuse now to put myself in that situation where I feel overwhelmed in the first place. And another few tips just to stop you from getting overwhelmed in the first place is one, that tip number five that I've just said, to be fair, you can apply that to both. Overcoming the overwhelmed feel, feeling and not getting it in the first place, just doing what you can do in a day and just understanding that you need to put yourself first and be a bit more selfish. Yes, at times you might go above and beyond. Yes, at times you might want to put a little bit of a hustle in and do a little bit more than expected. Of course, If you're listening to this podcast, you probably are a goal-getter or someone who wants to improve the life in some way. So obviously we know that people who implement personal development and who work on the personal development journey and have a growth mindset aren't average people anyway because we don't want to live an average life, hence why we're doing what we're doing. But trust me when I say we cause our own overwhelm. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're choosing to feel overwhelmed. So in order for you to not feel overwhelmed, you need to give yourself permission to not put yourself in that state in the first place. I will not put myself in that state anymore. And if I do feel like I'm approaching that, I'll take a step back from everything. I'll go out and get my fresh air and I'll think about my most important thing that I need to do. And I'll let go of the guilt of not doing the other things. And I give myself grace. It's so, so, so important. Another way that you can avoid getting overwhelmed in the first place is actually being prepared. So thinking about your priorities that you need to do the day before and then you wake up, you know exactly what you need to be doing. Don't have a jam-packed diary. This is something that I picked up off someone um, quite recently, Isabella, who I interviewed on the last episode. And also my friend Kayla, who I interviewed not that long ago as well. And these people are examples that you can be just as successful, if not more successful than the average person, 
and not kill yourself by having a jam-packed diary where you can't even breathe, yeah? Now, if you look at my diary, my diary is not jam-packed anymore. I have breathing space in my diary for my own headspace. If I decide to do more in a day, I will do more in a day because I want to do more in a day. I don't do more in a day because I've wrote 30 things on my to-do list and think I can't go to sleep till they're done because you don't need to live your life like that. Remember, you are choosing to feel a certain way. And if you're not feeling the best in the best headspace or in the best energy, it's up to you to get yourself out of that energy. So whether it is just actually getting to it and actually doing the things you need to do. Sometimes we get overwhelmed just because we procrastinate and leave things to last minute. That's another thing. Maybe I need to do an episode on procrastination because procrastination sometimes causes you to be more overwhelmed because then you are leaving things till last minute. That's what we don't want. We don't want you to be leaving things till last minute. I want you to be thinking, right, okay, how can I be the most prepared? How can I make the most out of my day? And do myself a favour, because at the end of the day, I'm not saying procrastinate for hours, not do any of the things that you've been obligated to do, or that you've committed to yourself that you wanted to get done, leave it till the last minute, and then because you're overwhelmed, thinking, oh no, Rebecca said I don't need to do it now, because I'd only have to do one thing on my to-do list, but you've caused it, aren't you? You you brought it on yourself by procrastinating for so long and actually leaving it till the last minute. So do yourself a favour at the same time. I'm not saying do nothing and then not give yourself enough time and then still do nothing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you're actively working on you or whatever you need to be doing, whatever projects you're doing, you need to make sure that you're being prepared. You know what you're doing the night before, so you know exactly what you're doing when you get up but just be kind to yourself through the day. That's my biggest tip. So I hope that helps. If it has, please make sure you screenshot this. Make sure you're sharing it to your stories. Tag me, tag your friends in it. Share it to your WhatsApp chats, whatever you need to do. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Rebecca Shanuga, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A. I love to know what you think of the episodes. I also love to know anything that you'd like me to cover. And of course, I will get that covered on one of the future episodes. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. And I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode and for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.